Hello, everyone, and welcome to All Four Downs, part of the CMG Central podcast. It is the NFL going into week 10. Can you believe it already, week 10? I'll tell you, man, this thing is going by quick, fast, in a hurry. They're trying to get yeah. to February now. They're trying to get to that Super Bowl. And the thing is, we're at week 10, and we're thinking about, hey, we're closing in the playoffs. But it doesn't feel like it's closing into the playoffs. It feels yeah. like we're in a halfway mark. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to try to spread, you know, rumors or ideas or anything like that, but you think there'll be a 20-game season? <laughs> oh, please. I mean, 17 well, is long enough for me right now. Oh, you know, it was even longer is these bye weeks that be happening. For real. I know, but, uh, hey, uh, let's take a look at these uh, standings real quick. Uh, the Buffalo Bills losing to the New York Jets, and now you have three teams with six wins. So looking at this right now, we're at halfway mark at the finish line. Which one of these four teams, because look, all four teams are in it, even the New England Patriots, Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, who do you think is more in favor of winning the East Division? I still think the Bills are. I think this division is overall improved and very competitive all of a sudden. And so, but I still think Buffalo is still the, the stronger team out of the four. I'm going to take the wild card and give it to the New York Jets. I mean, these this team on the road are kicking butt. They just need to stay away from MetLife Stadium. All right, they're 4-0 on the road, and that's pretty the hardest accomplishment, especially in that division. Uh, and I was thinking about the Bills. I, 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 honestly, I, I'm going to stick with the Bills, but the Bills are 0-2 in their division. And then you got the Jets and the Dolphins running it up, and I'm not going to sleep on the Dolphins. They got speed in that offense. And, no, I'm not going to blame it on Tool, Tagalolio, or whatever his name is. I still think that he is not an elite quarterback. It's just there's a lot of talent supporting him, but he is not the elite. He is not Patrick Mahomes or anything like that. So I don't even want to hear anyone say that it's Tua because Tua Tua could go anywhere else. But um, I got you. In the AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens, 6-3, and three, leading the pack. You think they'll remain first place and win the division? Yeah, as long as they don't take a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter, I think they'll be all right. Uh, Cincinnati, we know the defending AFC champions. They're not going to go away without a fight. So I think to me it's still it's a two-team race there, but I think Baltimore is still the, the stronger team. I think if the Bengals lose another division game, knowing they got three more games uh, with that division, I think they're going to be pretty much out of the playoffs. It'll I mean, be look, very hard. Yeah, the Bengals have not won a division game yet this year. I mean, three of their four losses came within that division, so that's not good. Absolutely. No, no. And which probably gives a boost for the Browns if they potentially can make it up there. But it seems like the Browns are struggling within the conference, not so much within their division. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the AFC South, Tennessee Titans finally got their groove on, had a rough start at the beginning. But I think now we could, we're convinced that they're going to run away with the division. Well, yeah, you look, they're undefeated in division play. I'm just concerned of them outside of that division. Can they win, you know, going deep into the playoffs if you can't beat anybody outside your division? I mean, the the, the South is really weak, and they got they, they should be taking advantage of it. Hey, the Colts are out of the playoffs. They fired their head coach, Frank Wright. Expect Frank Wright to be an offensive coordinator somewhere else. Um, 
and make that team even better. But the Jaguars, I thought they had potential at the beginning, but it seems yeah. like they're just slipping away. Trevor Lawrence making careless mistakes with the ball. And then the Houston Texans, man, I mean, I said it all along, man, after they had that tie and they don't play to win it, their record speaks for itself being 1-6-1. and one. Oh, I agree. I mean, Jacksonville is just maybe a couple of plays away of having a winning record there. Maybe flipped around at six and three instead of three and six. But you are what your records say you are. I mean, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You got to clean that up if you're going to have a winning record and try to make make a run at the playoffs or even win division title. Hey, you know, Doug Patterson, uh, uh, Peterson, excuse me, is his first year uh, with the team. So what adjustments can he make in his second year? But I think Jaguars are still safe. And then in the West, which everyone thought that I was going to be the hardest division, turned out to be not so true. But you still got the Chiefs and the Chargers on top. But I'm convinced the Chiefs will. I think they'll finish undefeated in their in their in their division. I think so too. I think the way things are running right now, the Chiefs are going to always run that. It's going to continue running that West. The Chargers are making a a, a gallant effort here. Mm-hmm. However, I, I I don't see I don't see how the Chargers are going to try to overrun the Chiefs with for this division title. And the NFC, we have the Eagles still undefeated, 8-0. They'll be taking on the Washington Commanders. Got a story for that later on. But um, look, besides the Eagles, because they're going to be a top dog in that conference, uh, you have a lot of six teams, six-win teams, the Cowboys, Giants, and the Seahawks. And we know that the Seahawks beat the Giants, so they're going to be ahead of them if there's a tiebreaker, right? But besides that, uh, and you know, Minnesota Vikings seven and one out of the six win team. Which one of those three teams will falter? I hate to say it, but the Giants are the more likely a one to falter than the, than the Cowboys or the Seahawks at this point in time, only because of their quarterback. Okay, and I'm I know I'm talking you know a little bad about my team, but it, you know reality is what it is. Okay. Geno Smith is a little more stable as a quarterback in Seattle. And Dak Prescott, I mean, he may be a hot mess, but he has a defense that can help him, you know, clean up those messes. I'm not talking about the offensive line. I'm talking about the defense, helping Dak Prescott stay in these games, you know, because he will make those ridiculous mistakes. So I think if if anybody was to falter out of the three teams, it would be the Giants. I say that as long as they – don't give too much of the ball to Dak Prescott. I think the Cowboys kind of be the most dangerous team in the East. They still have a chance to win that division. I mean, they're two and one right now, but they could they can run it up. Um, as far as the North, uh, surprisingly, the Green Bay Packers being at three and six, and I still won't count them out, knowing that we're now in that stretch, that final, you know, over the hump on the on the season. Uh, but I am surprised with the Bears, the way they are are making a groove uh, with their quarterback and everything else. I, I, I'm i kind of digging the Bears, and they're, they're showing life, even though they're not winning games, but they are showing life. They are. I mean, they're playing well with what they have. Justin Fields is – this is to be expected with a Justin Fields, but not, a, but not an Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. But right. you're right. Aaron Rodgers is still dangerous, even though he's cocky, he's arrogant, he's self-centered. But he's still Aaron Rodgers, and he can still make those miraculous plays. He knows how to read the defenses. So even though the Giants helped start this five-game losing streak, 
I would not just yet write them out because they're still in the thick of things for that seventh wild card spot. Right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Atlanta Falcons tied four and five. Um, I, I I do believe that this is the this is the point where the Bucks start turning the wheel, and I expect the Bucks to start winning out here on out. Yeah, this division is a remnant of what our division looked like two years ago. Okay, at this point, <laughs> after after nine ten weeks, but yeah, if Tampa Bay did not win this game against the Rams, it was going to be just a dumpster fire for Atlanta to win this division. But now that Tampa Bay's kind of reeling and dealing, I guess you want to say they right. should be the favorite to win that division. I would, I, I wouldn't take it past them that they still have a losing record at the end of the season at eight and nine, well, but Hey, they will win that division. Seattle two game lead over the 49ers and the defending champs, man, are, are, are they're three and five. I'm surprised at that. And I am not surprised with the Arizona Cardinals. I said it before, man, when you got a head coach that's always aggressive and always going for fourth downs, and I don't know. I, I feel like every time I sit, look at the Cardinals, there's a disconnect between the head coach and the quarterback. And um, I don't know, man. It's just something's got to something's gotta give, and I, and I have a gut feeling that the Cardinals may have a new head coach next season. So yeah. keep, keep that in mind. San but, Francisco, uh, look, San Francisco to me is a threat. Seattle better watch out. The 49ers could go undefeated in the in the West in division play. They're already three and zero, so that tells you something right there. They're struggling outside the division, but they have a very favorable schedule down the stretch that could give them a big shot of winning the West and saving themselves from having to fight for a wild card. Well, we're gonna get set for our picks. And this picks are brought to you by the CMG Central. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is CMG Central. Uh, all kinds of sports from, excuse me, sports from all four downs to R&J, the keys to the city. And, uh, and also join about the G-Man. You got that and much, much more on this channel. So please, please, by all means, subscribe, man. Enjoy, enjoy our podcast, man. It's pretty dope. But we week week 10 games wow and we start off with the bye weeks these are the winners of the bye weeks the Bengals, the patriots jets and ravens i mean those four need some must needed rest because after this man balls to the walls baby i'm telling right now and all four of them got winning records so that's pretty good yeah and let's see if one of these well let's see if the falcons could turn their season around and become winners here as they are on the road versus the Carolina Panthers. Look, this game a couple of weeks ago should have been Carolina's victory, but because of stupidity mistakes, you know, costly mistakes, penalties, it cost them the game. I think to me personally, Thursday night football, I think Atlanta's going to clean this up. They got a really good run defense, a a run offense that Carolina cannot stop. I think this is going to be a better, a a different Falcon team we're going to see Give me the Falcons to win this game over the Carolina Panthers. I'm all the way. I think they're going to get their second win on the road. So I'm going for the Falcons as well. Moving on to uh, the Broncos visiting the Titans. Look, you got a heavy dose of Derrick Henry. What can the Denver Broncos do 
to try to stop that run game there also. Okay. Hopefully, you know, Tannehill will return. I don't think it's going to really make a difference. You just, you just feed him the rock. Denver's going to fall pretty hard because, I mean, Denver's defense have allowed more than 21 points. I think only once this season, but I don't think it's going to matter anyway. Give me Tennessee at home. Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm going for the Broncos. And the reason why is I'm a little suspect when it comes to the point spread. The Titans are favorite two points with a 36 and a half over under. I'm surprised that Tennessee spread is not bigger. And therefore, there's something that the book the bookies know that I don't know. I'm going to go for the Broncos for the win. And you don't know? Moving on to the Texans versus the Giants. The Giants coming from a bye week. They're 31 at home. Surprising, they're 6-2. and two. But we know the history of what happens after the bye week. The Giants seem not to get their mojo going. But um, the Texans, well, I mean, they could start off in the first half with defense, but they start slacking in the second half. I'm taking the Giants, especially their favorite by five points. I am taking those points for some reason, even though I know I said that it's coming from a bye week. But there's something special about the Giants and their head coach that's making wonders happen. So who do you got? Give me Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants. I think if they feed Saquon really hard, because look, Houston is 32nd in defense in the rushing defense. They cannot stop the run. If the Giants can take advantage of this, which they're fifth in, in rushing this year because of Saquon, I think that that's going to help Daniel Jones from having to do less work and trying to find a wide open receiver and less pressure from him having to run. The Giants win this game. All right, Seahawks visiting the Buccaneers. Wow, Germany game, 8.30 start time. For, well, for me, 8.30 start time. Look, I think I think uh, Tom Brady got his mojo back here. I, I Just something to get that you just can't take away from Tom Brady. He's going to add to that 100,000 yards passing that he has all time here. And, and look, points per game, they, they just – they're just that good. Passing, they're just that good. I think this is going to be a reality check for the Seahawks here. So give me the Buccaneers to win this game at home and get back to 500. I beg the difference, man. I, I'm thinking Seattle. Seattle plays very well in Florida. And that run game is going to be respected. And as long as they keep that offense on the field, I think that, that makes the Seahawks defense a little bit more dangerous. I mean, I'm taking I the Seahawks. I'm taking it for the win. I mean, Tampa Bay is, is favored by three points, but I'm taking an upset. Okay, but I see what you're saying when the, the Seattle plays good in Florida, but they're going to play in Germany, so I, I don't know what makes the difference there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. And I can't even talk right now. <clears throat> Hold on for a second. I'm still taking the Seahawks, baby. Okay, take them. That's okay. That's okay. Vikings versus the Bills. Okay. I'm not going to listen to what the crowds are saying about the elbow situation with, with Josh Allen. Look, Buffalo is undefeated at home. They are dangerous. Overall, they're number, they've got the fourth best defense in the league. Minnesota better watch out for that. Okay, passing defense, Kirk Cousins, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to throw the ball against them. Trying to run that ball, good luck. You might get some kind of success there, but... Buffalo's in the top 10 defense when it comes to passing and rushing. So they're going to they're gonna do all the stopping they can, okay? And offensively, 
Buffalo is is what is has the best offense overall. Give me Buffalo at home to stay undefeated <laughs> and knock down the Vikings to reality because the Vikings really doesn't haven't gotten reality check besides Philadelphia. Give me the Buffalo Bills go seven to two and keep that stretch lead in the AFC East. Well, my friend, you said the same thing last week with the Bills over the Jets, and look what happened. The Jets That's came okay. out victorious. I'm so okay I'm going to tell you that. right now, let's not disrespect the Vikings. They earned what they have. They're playing their schedule. And the last two visits they did in Buffalo, the Vikings won. So the Vikings are going to give the Bills their first loss of the season at home. Nice. I'm okay. taking the Vikings. Yes. All right. You're going to be like, the Cousins, you like that? You like that? <laughs> you know what else I like? is this, this next game, the Lions and the Bears. Yeah, baby. Lions haven't won on the road, and they're not going to win because the Bears, the Bears are going to get their fourth win of the season this Sunday, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fox, baby. What's sad is I they're, they're not going to be able to stop Justin Fields rushing. The Bears are like number one offensive rushing offense and it's all because of Justin Fields. Okay. The Lions, they they rank dead last against the rush, against the pass. Overall they got the worst defense in the league. So I like the Bears jumping back on this one. So I'll give me the Bears. All right, the Jaguars versus the Chiefs. Look, there's something something's going on with Trevor Lawrence. I don't have no idea why he's performing the way he is. I liked it the first three games, but somehow they're slipping away. On the other side of the ball, you got the Chiefs, who are, look, they're 6-2, 3-1 at home. But they're looking like a Super Bowl team, so I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, the Chiefs are well-rounded here. Uh, even though Jacksonville has, to me, is, is improving, they, you know, they, they're trying to clean up things. But, look, the Chiefs, Arrowhead, they're 3-1 at home. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Give me the Chiefs done deal all right the browns visiting the dolphins and uh, hopefully that the weather the hurricane doesn't do any damage or anything like that but uh miami's favorite at three and a half i am taking miami with the speed between waddle and you know the other guy that Ty came Ty from Ty the chiefs Hill. yes tyree tyree Hill. Hill. that's right they're making Tua look good but Tua is not my mvp but i am sticking with the dolphins on this one then we're going to go ahead and demolish the Browns. I don't know so much about demolish, but I think this is going to be a shootout because both these teams are allowing almost 25 points a game. So that tells me a little something about their defense. The offense is, I think whoever's going to get the ball last is going to wind up winning this game. And so I will take the home team on this one. Give me the Dolphins to beat the Browns. The Saints versus the Steelers. Both teams are struggling um, on the home or away. I don't know what to give between both these teams. I don't even know. Honestly, I had to flip a coin. And then once I realized who the winner was, I was like, who they? Who they? Who that? I'm I'm taking the Saints by a small margin to defeat the Steelers. Yeah, I I want to go for Kenny Pickett here, but the Saints offense is in the top 10 in passing. And overall, and I don't see how the, the Steelers defense is going to try to stop anything because they almost they rank dead last in passing. So, yeah, I hate to do it, but I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. This was kind of a toss up for me, but I think the Saints bounce back. 
All right, the Colts visits the Raiders. Colts will have a new head coach, Jeff Saturday, who just called up from being an ESPN NFL analyst on many shows. And which gives me the questions like, why him and not use an interim head coach within the organization? Mm -hmm. Well, regardless of what's going on, it doesn't matter what the coach do on the road because I'm taking the Raiders because they seem to know how to play football in Las Vegas. Give me the Raiders. Look, it's very sad to say that the Indianapolis Colts are averaging nine points a game on the road. If that ain't it, that ain't the recipe for success for the Raiders, then they don't deserve to win any more games. Give me the Raiders to win this game. Cowboys versus the Packers. Cowboys six and two. They got a lot to go by because they're trying to keep up with the Eagles. But on the other side, the Packers are struggling on their offense because, man, I've never seen Aaron Rodgers throw two picks in the end zone, especially at goal line and especially within the five yards to score a touchdown. And he throws an interception twice. One, I don't know why he threw it. He threw the ball. The other one is just his receivers got butterfingers, man. But I am somehow going to stick with the Green Bay Packers at home. Because they're playing the Cowboys. I'm not mad at you, man. But look, I don't think this is going to be a passing uh, virage here. I think both both Dak and Aaron Rodgers are going to struggle trying to throw the ball here. Because the opposite defense is just that good against the pass. So I think it's going to come down to the run game and who's going to have a better run game. So I'm taking, I'm taking the Cowboys on the road here to beat the Green Bay Packers and send them to the six straight loss ah, alright good luck my friend Cardinals yes, versus the Rams who you got I'm going with the home team I'm going with the Rams I think the Rams are going to clean this up after last week's sloppy game I know the Rams ranked 29th in the NFL in scoring offense but I think they to me I think they're just more well rounded than what Arizona is because the Cardinals, to me, they've allowed, I think, over 30, 30 or more points in three straight games. I think that's a recipe for success, whether or not Stafford is playing. I don't care who's that quarterback. I think the Rams could put them point rebound from their loss last week. So give me the Rams. Well, I'll tell you what. I said it before. I think the Cardinals are just one loss away from having a new head coach. I'm Tams over the Cardinals. And, and uh, that one and a half. I think that's an easy pick em. Easy pick em. And that leads us to Sunday so night football Rams? and Monday night. Yes, I have the Rams. The Chargers visit All the 49ers. Right. The 49ers are favorite seven points. Um, I'm going with the Chargers on this one. I don't have a reason, but to say Chargers. Well, I mean, I can see why the Chargers are 3-1 on the road this year. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but I we're just, talking about San Francisco, which I, I, I uh, it's a lot. But I'm going to tell you, nah, I don't know. Sometimes the Chargers don't play right for some reason. I don't know. It's like one week they're on, one week they're not looking good, and, and it's it fluctuates. But I got a feeling that the Chargers might pull it off in a small margin. Well, they're going to have a hard time with that 49er defense, who is ranked number one in the league, number one against the rush. So I don't see if the Chargers running that ball at all. Now, they'll be able to pass the ball, I believe. They will be able to do that. 
So, but I'm going to take the 49ers in this game. I think this is the road for the 49ers to start this game at home en route to winning that NFC West division title. So give me the 49ers. All right. Now we got the Commanders versus the Eagles. Now, I, <laughs> listen, call me crazy. You're going to have to call me crazy. Yes, yes, yes. I know the Eagles are 8-0. And yes, they are four and zero. I got it. I totally, totally, totally understand. To win, did you hear me? I can hear you. I hear the drums. I hear. I hear the beat in the background. <laughs> I am taking the Commanders to defeat the Eagles. Look, I'm not going to be mad about you. Look, you look at the history between these two teams, okay? Washington leads the overall series in this between these two by almost six games. But I just don't see how. If you're going to tell me Heineke's going to do it, then I need to see the Heineke miracle here in Philadelphia. Because he's been proving me wrong lately. I need him to prove me wrong one more time because Philadelphia's won the last three meetings in this series. So give me the Philadelphia Eagles and let's see what Heineke can do. Well, he's going to be drinking some Heineke at the end of the game. <laughs> because I can tell you, 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 I got, I give you your props. You have been successful with Washington since Heineke's been taken over as quarterback. I give you that. I mean, he got that one loss. I didn't say they were going to win them all, but no, they got that one loss already out the way. But the Commanders, they got this. I think they they, they could pull it off. They, if it's not them, hey. then I'm going to say the New York Giants will because it's, there's it, nobody it, else in their schedule, right, that's going to really step up to that Eagles offense. Who better to beat an undefeated team than someone within your own division? And why not now? I understand it, and I take nothing away from that. I take none away from that. It's better to lose within your division than outside division, I would say. Because, I mean, I y'all know, they, they all know each other. They know each other so well. Yeah. Well, let's see if they really get to know each other this Sunday and, and Monday night. But it will be one hell of a game to watch finally on Monday Night Football. But, uh, hey, this show is brought to you by the CMG Central. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Well, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment, what you think about our picks, and we're definitely going to review them throughout the week. So I appreciate the follows, and I appreciate everything that uh, of your support. So once again, this is all four downs, the NFL. We're going to come back in an hour or so to discuss college football, the top 25 rankings, the top six games that's happening this Saturday, and potentially – who is overrated and who is underrated. We got that and much, much more on our next episode of All Four Downs. So out of heck love and myself, OV1, thank you for watching. Take care, everyone. Let's continue to watch some good old football.